And I didn't have my cell phone and I was trying to crawl, but then I was so weak. My legs would not work at all, would not help me. Animal lovers, welcome back to Rescued by a Dog, the podcast about dogs that have actually saved their owners' lives. I'm Laura, host of the podcast, and once again, I'd like to ask for your help if you love this podcast as much as I do. Can you give $5 to help keep Rescued by a Dog going? There are two easy ways to do this. First, you could Venmo me $5 or whatever amount you want to send at the handle LauraBama. That's L-A-U-R-A, B as in boy, A, M as in mother, A. Or you can go to patreon.com backslash rescued by a dog podcast. Again, that's Patreon, spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, so patreon.com backslash rescued by dog podcast. When you join the Rescued by Dog community on Patreon, your $5 a month will help me to continue sharing these beautiful, uplifting stories. Today, we're going to hear from Louise. When multiple sclerosis pulls her to the ground, Pop Booney pulls her back up. And then, when Mary Ellen's boyfriend dies from COVID in her arms, Pup Enzo helps her find joy again. First, here's the lovely Louise. Hello? Hello? Hi! Hi, Louise. It's so nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you, Laura. You like her dog in her background? (laughs) Oh, I love love it. Hi, Kelsey. (laughs) Hi. Hi, Kelsey. Hi. Can you tell me who you are real quick? Yeah, I'm Kelsey Burton, and I'm the Director of Development and Marketing at Medical Mutt Service Dogs. Awesome. And what is Medical Mutts? Yeah, so Medical Mutt Service Dogs, we are a nonprofit that focuses on pulling dogs from shelters and rescues and training them to become service dogs and help individuals with disabilities. I love that work so much, and I'm grateful that you've joined this interview. (laughs) Okay, so Louise, why don't we start off? by having you tell me what is the name of the dog that we're going to talk about today and what do they look like? Well, Mooney, his name is Mooney, is an adorable angel. He is a a white German shepherd mixed with a white husky. He's gorgeous. I mean, you go everywhere, everybody. That's it, going at Costco right now, it's like everybody, oh my God, look at the beautiful dog. (laughs) And he's not just beautiful. He is so sweet. He has zero mean bone in his body. If he encounters an angry dog like that wants to bite him, he just plays. Wants to say, oh, he wants to play. No, Mooney, he doesn't want to play. <laughs> he doesn't get it. He's trying to bust some stereotypes about German shepherds and huskies. Oh, my God. He, does he ever? But, you know, I've had two German Shepherds before and they were total as sweet as this one. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that. So what do you know about his history before you had him and how did how did you find him? He was uh, from a shelter. I'm pretty sure he's a COVID dog. You know, in the COVID, everybody got because he was born in November 2020. And everybody was getting dogs. And, uh, you know, when I got him, he was like a year, uh, supposedly about a year and a half. He was so puppy. I mean, he was still so maybe they went back to work and they said, oh, this is just too much. But uh, but he, we know that he was extremely well taken care of because he, he's not afraid of anybody. Louise, what was going on in your life right before you got Mooney? And how did you find Mooney in particular? Well, I needed uh, I need a dog. I have multiple sclerosis, which is uh, the uh, you know uh, autoimmune disease. 
sometimes I really need to help him, uh, to, for him to help me walk. I don't drink, but I walk like a drunk person a lot of the times. I can't keep my balance. I, I want to say something specific about my other dog I had before, because that, that was pretty spectacular. Uh, it hasn't happened yet with this one. But um, the, we have a dog door in Indiana house. And uh, I was in the woods. We live in the country. I was in the woods with my dog. And my legs just quit. And I didn't have my cell phone. And I was trying to crawl. But then I was so weak. My legs would not work at all. Would not help me. So she just decided, okay, I'm not staying with you. I'm going to get help. And then she went inside the door. She jumped on the bed. My husband was in bed. It was like nine o'clock at night. And then she she jumped off and off the bed. And you said, well, this is not normal. So then he went out and, and he followed her to find me. And then yeah, he was able to completely drag me home because my legs, I totally quit. So, so that's what these dogs can do. What was her name, the other dog? Gretchen. She was a German Shepherd. She sounds incredible, too. She was incredible, too. God, did I ever love her. She was awesome. <laughs> I love all dogs, not just mine. <laughs> I had lost my first medical mutt uh, dog in October of 2021, I think. And then I um, then I ended up uh, being quite depressed. Uh, I mean, you know, my service dog is be 24-7, and it's really hard. I, I, any dog, that you lose any dog is very hard. Then Ava, uh, which is customer service director, she called me, and she said, Louise, I think I have, we have the dog for you. And then she sent me a picture, and I was like, oh, my God. And he was not even as nice looking on the picture as he is in real life. And uh, and I said, oh, yes, definitely. And when I met him, it was love at first sight for both of us. Like she said, like they always say not to, you know, to hug dogs you don't know. This dog jumped on my lap and he was kissing me. And then I was hugging him and she was like, we don't hug dogs. But I said, this dog is not going to. I mean, listen, he's not going to attack me. He's so darn sweet. And uh, and uh, so that's our love story started there. I mean, he's just uh, it was a good match. Um, so tell me a little bit about how was Mooney trained? Uh, I, I think Kelsey would be better on this side. And yeah. So um, everything we do is force free. We want this to be a relationship based training. We don't want this to be something where, you know, a dog is in a downstay and they stay there instead of going and getting help for fear of getting in trouble, right? They need to be able to take that initiative and break some of these cues or commands to go do what is needed. What exact tasks would Mooney have been trained to do for Louise and how did you train him to do that? So, so my dog was trained, and that's it, only with kind, kind, kind gestures. So we enticed them with a treat. Mooney was trained to help me walk the forest, so they had to make sure that he would heal perfectly. But heal just a little ahead of me, not because the harness is in, in, in the front where his core is. But they also have to learn to stay in place. Let's say you're at the doctor's office or in the airplane. They have to stay in place and be calm. 
And then they learn to poke. Oh, yes, he learned to poke, to poke me and to check with me. Like sometimes I'll be walking and then he pokes me because there's something ahead of me that I was not paying attention to. And then uh, he's my little engine to go upstairs or a little uh, or the uh, or a hill. He just helps me up and then uh, he can go get help if uh, my husband, if if my legs quit all of a sudden, because unfortunately it does happen once in a while. He's also a good moral support and also it forces me to get up in the morning because it's not always easy with multiple sclerosis to get up in the morning. But with him, I say, okay, I'm going to be able to walk. I'm going to do it and I'm going to go walk him. And it uh, it usually takes a little bit for my legs to, to keep going. But then with that his help, then I can go and walk him and uh, enjoy the day. His gentle spirit is just like... Well, I, you know, I've had him for 14 months now and I look at him, I turn around and it's like, oh my God, that dog is gorgeous, but not just gorgeous. He's just so kind and gentle and he loves everybody. Do clients of Medical Nuts pay for these dogs? So um, service dogs cost a lot of money to um, place and train and all of that. And since we're pulling shelter dogs as well, we also have to take care of their bedding, their medical um, and we house them. And, and if they don't work out, um, about one in three dogs will become a service dog. The other ones we adopt out to good homes. So that means we can invest quite a bit of money in a dog and realize, you know, maybe they have something medical or maybe just their temperament isn't quite right for this. So it's very comparable, um, the cost that we have to charge the client as any of those other service dog organizations that use breeder dogs. But what we get to give our client is, you know, this amazing gift that they're saving the life of a rescue dog. These dogs live the best lives. People think, oh, service dogs, they're working all the time. No, I always think, no, they're with their people all the time. They get to be spoiled all the time. In uh, in June, May, June, we went to Alaska on a, in an RV trip. And uh, all of a sudden I started having an episode. My legs were really weak. And it happens in a split second. So that's why the dog has to be with me all the time. And he knows, he knows, I don't know how he knows, but he knows when, when it's time to walk slow or not. I was several days that I had a hard time walking, but we had to walk. We're on a trip. And uh, some of it were on a ferry for three days. And uh, so he helped me go to the to the restaurant because, you know, there was no room service there. So he helped me go to the restaurant and he helps me walk and then he balances me because then also I had, before him, I had a tendency to fall a lot. And I'm getting older. I'm 60 years old. Falling is not a good plan. We know that. And then I would I was always bruised and I, I broke some bones here and there. But if I had not had money, we would have stopped the trip. What is a cute or funny thing that he does to show you that he loves you? Okay. Well, he does a lot of stuff. But he's, <laughs> he comes like right now, okay, like now my husband is back. And then he was told, look at him. He's in the window right now. He's waiting for me. He's waiting for me. But let, let's see. I'll open the door. He's so cute. Come, here, come say hello to Laura. And then he looks at me in the eye and he's just like staring at me. And then he he comes and like comes to me and then he 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 puts his head like that on me, like he rubs his head on me and then he kisses me 
And then anyways, he's just adorable. He shows me, he's so enthusiastic when he, when he's with me. Yeah. That's so cute. I love the stare into the eyes. My husband calls that heart bubbles. Like when my dogs stare at me that way, he says he can see the heart <laughs> bubbles flow it flowing out of their eyes. That's exactly right. That's a good thing. I love that saying. He saves me by being him and, and bringing joy in my life. Like even the days, you know, you have an illness, the days it's not funny. It's, it's hard. There are days that are not easy. Uh, and then like when you have several days in a row, I am a very positive person and a happy person. But when it's like many, like a week, two weeks, you're in bed and, and you have a hard time doing anything by yourself, you, you get down. Uh, let's face it. But him, he brings me the joy to pep me back up. I, I'm sorry to say, but there's no human that can do that for me. When we were, uh, we spent the summer, the winters in Panama City Beach. And uh, one time uh, I, I, we were on the beach together and then I allowed him, I threw, because we were alone on the beach early in the morning, there was nobody. And then I was throwing the ball at him for him to go get the ball. And then all of a sudden, like he comes and then he decides, I'm staying with you. Like you can throw the ball, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm just staying with you. And then he was just like, if I threw the ball, he was just like putting himself in front of me and just rubbing me on my legs. And he was just loving on me. Oh, it was just so darn cute. It's adorable. He was going around, like twisting his body and and his tail. His tail is like the helicopter tail. Like, oh my God, I'm so happy. <laughs> he takes our, he takes our shoes he doesn't chew them he just change them place he'll take a shoe he'll bring it into the bedroom he'll take it into the living room we have no idea why he doesn't chew them he just moves them around so when you go to get out all our shoes are at the door it's like okay I'm missing a shoe so now we have to look all over the house to see where the other shoe is <laughs> If he could understand human English, what would you like to say to him? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I would like to say to him that he's an angel that comes to... I know not everybody believes in God, but I believe in a bigger source. And he comes directly from there. And uh, that I, I would like to thank him for his help and support and love. Definitely. What do you think Mooney would say to you if he could speak to you? I think I think he would say thank you for the good life you provide me with, and uh, I think he would uh, say that he'd rather be with me because sometimes you know because I'm sixty years old and I'm sick. Sometimes I wonder like, oh my god, would it be better with a younger person that likes to go jogging or something? And then I think he would say, no, I'd rather be with you. I love him so much. It's unbelievable. The love I have for him is unconditional. Even like, I don't know, he doesn't misbehave often, but if he does, it's like, oh, no problem. You know, there's no problem. (laughs) Now we're going to hear from Mary Ellen, who went through the deepest heartbreak and only recovered to find joy through the love of her pup, Enzo. Here she is telling us about her dog. His full name is Enzo Ferrari. He's only about, like, maybe 18 pounds or something. Um, Unfortunately, the poor guy was thrown from a car in Mexico and then run over by the car behind him. 
but the whole town, um, like, honestly, like, put them back together. And so I volunteer at this clinic, and my boyfriend at the time, he's like, do not bring home another dog. I said, no, I'm not going to bring home another dog because we already have two. And then, sure enough, I brought home Enzo. Can I see him? Enzo. Oh, he's cute. He's a fluff ball. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, um, he's all, all like upset because, because his other two siblings are downstairs. <laughs> Can you describe him for people who are just listening and can't see him? Um, he is probably, um, like maybe like poodle and schnauzer mix. They do say, like, he looks like a little um, Scottish terrier, but, like, Mexico doesn't really have that. Look at his face. He is kind of, has that terrier beard, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, no, he definitely needs um, a haircut. But, you know, I I wasn't actually thinking that Enzo was, like, going to save us. You know, I, I kind of thought he was going to make my boyfriend, like, like mad that I was bringing home another, but they went up like turned out being like the best friends, and then, and then my boyfriend died of like my boyfriend of six years died of COVID. He died at fifty one, and he he was actually the nicest person I've ever met, and. Like, I had to do CPR on him in our bathroom when I came home. And the dogs were there. It, it was like a huge thing. Um, but it was like Enzo who kind of held us together because the other two dogs would not eat. The only thing that got me out of bed was all the dogs. But really, Enzo was like, the only one that actually like made the other dogs normal you know I was like a total mess during that time I mean I didn't go to work I think for like almost two months my boyfriend you know he he should not have died that way what's his name again Tom Tom Harris (laughs) Tom Harris. Tell me something. Tell me something about Tom Harris. What he was like. Oh, God. Um, well, I can t- tell you how we met. Um, my car broke down, blocking the exit of the Newport Bridge. So I, like being from New York, like got out of the car. Everyone's like honking at me, being crazy. Like I parked my car doing that. And I gave everyone the finger, like double bird on the little island. And then I get like towed to my mechanic and he owned the taxi company. And I popped into the front seat because I didn't know that you're not supposed to sit in the front seat when you take a cab. So anyway, so he's like, I'm like, you know, I have to iron my scrubs and I have to get to work. 
so he just like shut off the meter and let me do all that and then drove me to work and didn't even charge me. Did he ask you out that day? No, he uh, pretended. I also worked at Sunglass Hut at the time. And he went the next day to pretend that he had to buy sunglasses. And then he asked me out like, like two days later. So. So what is something that Enzo would do to comfort you? Um, he is the best, like, he smuggler. And he actually looks at you like Tom and I used to call it the Enzo gaze. He will look into your eyes. When he does that, it's, it's actually like he is looking into you. Um, and he just wants you to be okay. And then I, I see it with my patients. Um, he's, he's been in one person's bed, left off, gone to another person. Like, I feel like he really has like a, a sense about people. Who needs care? Is that what it is? Who needs help? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, so I, I bring him into work. He now has a little badge that says, um, like, Enzo Comfort Dog. And he really is, you know, it, like so much that um, people request him. He loves to be, like, right on your chest, like, to my patients and everyone. He likes to have his heart next to the the patient's heart. I love, um, like, toast with peanut butter and bananas, and then he'll go crazy for bananas. And he'll sometimes, like, will steal one off the counter and put it in his dog bin, but he can't open it. So it's kind of funny. If he could understand human English, what would you like to say to him? I think he can understand me. But, um, you know, I just I just tell him all the time I love him. Like, I, I would... Jerry, but, um, like, yeah, I would quit any job or anything for for him. <laughs>